Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. I mentioned earlier that something I can do and something that I do do when I'm, you know, not feeling that great, when I'm feeling frustrated, a little hopeless, maybe feeling sorry for myself, not maybe, feeling sorry for myself, uncertain, unclear, not sure what's going on, whether it's worth it, whether I'm heading in a good direction, all that stuff, all the doubt, right? So when I am overcome with that, as happens from time to time, one of the things I can do is meditate to clear my head. I'm not going to talk about meditation. I probably already talked about meditation. Meditation for me is essential to my well-being, to my body, to my mind, to my spirit. That's not what I'm, why I'm bringing that up now. I'm bringing that up because I said, you know, meditate to clear my head. The point is, it's all in my head. And that's another thing that I can do when I'm not feeling that great, when I'm full of self-doubt, is I can remind myself that it's all in my head, right? My feelings result from my thoughts. So when I'm wondering, oh God, is anyone going to listen to my podcast? Or I'm wondering, is anyone going to buy this new book that I might be working on? Or is whatever the thing I might be worried about is that's, that's in my head, it is in my head. It's not real. It doesn't exist. I haven't released, for example, I haven't released the podcast that no one has listened to or that millions of people have listened to. I haven't even finished writing this book that I'm wondering if anyone's going to buy. Whatever it might be, whatever the doubt, whatever the fear, it's another case of not being present. As cliche as that sounds, it's just, it is so true. If I'm present right here and now, life is great. I'm spending a month in Croatia. I've got this cool house. I'm working on my projects. I'm meeting some really great people. The scenery is beautiful. I'm snorkeling. I'm going to the beach. Life is great in the present moment. But in my head, I wake up and I have so many things I need to do. I'm not even sure how to prioritize them. And my mind starts to spin and I get overwhelmed. But it's all in my head. And so that's not to say it's not also legitimate in the sense of, yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I got to figure out what I want. I got to figure out what my priorities are. I have a lot of different work I can do today. So I've got to get organized and again, determine what makes the most sense today. But the, 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 the emotional reaction, the getting depressed or frustrated or feeling this hopelessness or despondency, that I do have some control over. And it's easy to tell ourselves that we don't. It's easy to just say that, no, it's all that uncertainty, it's all those fears, it's whatever it might be that's making me feel this way. But it's not. It's me not taking care of myself. It's me not calling myself on my shit and recognizing, look, things are great. You just got to get off your ass and take that next step forward. And when I say get off my ass, I mean, that sounds sort of, sort of, you know, not being very gentle with myself. But sometimes I do think it's okay to sort of give, our, give ourselves a kick in the ass. But I'm not saying not to, whatever those feelings are, I need to acknowledge them, I need to feel them, but then I also need to recognize where they're really coming from. So I'm not just telling myself, 
well, don't feel hopeless, don't feel frustrated, don't feel in this malaise. I'm saying, okay, why do you feel that way? What's going on in your head that's causing you to feel that way? What's the reality, which is inevitably much different than what's going on in your head? Reconcile those two, take a deep breath, meditate, take a walk, read a book, get re-inspired. If you've just been working too hard, take a nap, take a day off, do what you need to do to get yourself back on track, but know that you do have that ability. You can get yourself back on track. You don't have to spend the whole day in this funk. You have a choice. You have control over what you're feeling, what you do with those feelings. And as always, it just comes down to action and self-knowledge. Aristotle said, as I say in, in my novel, action is the key to happiness. So there are a lot of different actions that I can take and that I've already taken today to get back on track and to get myself back in the right frame of mind, call myself on some of the, the head games, call out the voice, you know, the different voices that have been planting fear and doubt in my mind, in my head, again, head games, realize that's what's going on, face them, acknowledge them, let them go, do what I need to do to get recharged, and move forward. Another way of working through and just surviving a bad day when you're just not feeling it, when you've got lots of self-doubt, when your fears are rearing their ugly heads, and on and on and on, is for someone to invite you to a free dinner. That is what just happened to me. Now, actually, I got the invitation a while ago. I've already talked about the invitation. But tonight, I took my cafe friend, Alfred, up on his offer for a free dinner at the cafe. So sweet. And... And like I said, just really timely, because I did sort of fight my way through today and telling myself, you know, what I needed to tell myself to get through it and just kind of deal with some stuff. And I did okay. At any rate, about 7.15, I headed down to the village proper, the center of the village, and got a table. My table was taken. Couldn't eat dinner at my normal table. But I got one at the the other end of the terrace, which uh, worked just fine. And it was just cool to be out, cool to kind of watch the evening unfold, like I watched the mornings here unfold, because, you know, sun was obviously still completely up. And I mean, it was starting to go down 7.30. I think it goes down mm, 9-ish, 8.45, something like that. So just interesting because I've got my set of characters that I see every morning. So, you know, some of them I saw tonight, many of them I didn't. There's some other quote-unquote characters. And when I say characters, I remember, or I'm referring to people that I see regularly. So that was fun. I saw Cervantes. He showed up, drove up in his car, carrying a melon, wearing street clothes, which was funny just to see him for the first time out of the supermarket as a civilian, so to speak. Then, you know, like I said, it started to say or or thought. So I've had two glasses of wine, which for me is enough to make me tipsy. So I might not be as articulate as I usually am, which is not to suggest that I'm normally particularly articulate. Uh, I'm not drunk. But I definitely feel it after two glasses because I just, I'm a little bit of a lightweight. I don't drink that much. I drink frequently, but I don't drink that much frequently. At any rate, it felt good just to hang out, to clear my mind, to receive this really nice, generous, thoughtful gesture from my new friend from the cafe. This was actually, this is my first meal out in the three weeks that I've been here. 
I have not eaten out once since being here. And that's not because of money or or whatever. It's just because one, I'm trying to get so much work done that I like to just be practical and just kind of eat and keep going. Two, I am by myself. And although I have no fears, there's no weirdness for me about eating by myself. I mean, I I couldn't care less. But most of the people who are there, first of all, they're really busy. I would be the only customer who's taking up an entire table who's one person. Two, lots of kids running around. There weren't that many tonight. I mean, there were a lot of kids tonight, but they weren't kind of in my area. They weren't running around. They weren't making noise and stuff. So it's just kind of not my scene as a single guy. So it's really more about that. And quite frankly, I like, I'm completely fine with the food that I've been eating here. So it just hasn't been a priority. But it did feel good to just sit, have a real meal, have cooked meal. I got a vegetarian risotto that was really, really good. And then Alfred kindly added, I did not order this, but he kindly added this uh, bread that apparently is typical that was really good. And then a, a mixed salad, which was, you know, more like, a Mediterranean sort of mixed salad versus our kind of mixed salad, which is to say not a lot of greens and more about like the tomatoes and the cucumbers and some greens, some corn, just really good. It was all so fresh. I mean, you know, the vegetables here are just so fresh. Like I said, the risotto was just really flavorful and it just felt good. It felt good that someone would think of me and be so generous and thoughtful. It felt good to eat a cooked meal for the first time (laughs) in three weeks and a really good cooked meal at that. It felt good to have a couple glasses of really nice wine from here, from the island. No, no, sorry, the wine wasn't from the island. The wine was from Havar, a different island, uh, but really good wine. And I had some of the local olive oil, which was really good. And, you know, Alfred said that everyone on the island or every family has, I think he said, 1,500 I think that's what he said. I might be getting this statistic wrong. There's definitely 15, and I don't think it was 15,000. So let's say 1,500. Every family has 1,500 olive trees. And I, I questioned him Questioned him on that. I said, every family? He said, yes, every family. So I would be curious to learn more about that. I don't know if that's every family that has roots here, if that's, you know, if there's some sort of like socialized distribution of the land or, you know, where that would have started. Again, this used to be Yugoslavia, so maybe it dates back to then. And maybe there was some sort of equitable distribution among all the people in the different villages on the island. I don't know, but I found that really interesting. And uh, I think that was pretty much it. So, you know, eventually sat around and I listened to some tourists and I watched some kids. There was this, (laughs) there was this little, I don't know how old, like, I don't know. I'm just so bad at this. A year and a half, two-year-old who was naked. Apparently, the family had just come back from the beach. And he's standing there. And it looked like he was barefoot. It was a little dim. I don't know. Because he was standing in gravel. So, I don't know if he could have actually been barefoot. Maybe they're at that age. Maybe they're just, I don't know. They can just deal with it. But anyway, this puppy came by that I've seen repeatedly. And this puppy is this black, I don't know what it is, medium-sized dog. And it does not stop. It's just bouncing all over the place. It's really funny. I hope they train the dog because it won't be funny when it's when it's older. But super cute little dog, super cute little boy. And so the two families, they worked really hard at it. It took a while for the dog to show any interest in the little kid. But uh, the dog came up to the kid and they had, they had a little interaction and the boy got all excited. And that was adorable. And that's just one of the many little sort of interactions that I observed from, from my table. But all in all, 
Really great night. Really touched, again, by the generosity. That's the last time I'll say that because I know I've already said that 10 times. Great meal. And um, like I started this episode off by saying, a great way to, uh, to end a day and a great way to work through a day when you're not feeling so good, dealing with a lot of issues. My challenging day has had a very, very happy ending. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.